Ladies and gentlemen, you are now listening to the Talking Nonsense About Impact Wrestling Podcast. Cross the line in three, two, one. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 54 of the Talking Nonsense About Impact Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jeff and alongside me, as always, again I could say that, even though I think Max is frozen, is the, are the, uh, the what are we going to use today, the Alexis Loray and Julio De Niro to my CM Punk. It's Max and Craig everyone. What's going on guys? Not much. I'll... I'll happily take either of those. I'm, I'm cool with it. Who are you going to be? I'll take Alexis yeah, Theray. Sure, why not? Right. All right, Max, are you with us? Do we lose you permanently? Can't hear him. Yeah, he seems He's gone. All right, well... That's a great way to start it, but we're going to uh, slowly trickle in, obviously, SummerSlam, that other company's uh, pay-per-view is going on right now, so uh, we'll see what that um, what the chat room's looking like, but if you're watching this on YouTube or you're listening to this on one of our uh, amazing podcasts, uh, hey, what's going on? Uh, if you're listening to us on one of our plat- uh, podcast platforms, um, welcome. Thank you for coming back. Uh, we have a great show, packed full of stuff to talk about, obviously. Uh there wasn't too much that happened in the world of wrestling, I, I suppose, but uh, <laughs> I, I think we have a, a lot to talk about. And Max's first episode back, hopefully, knock on wood, uh, if he awakens from his slumber there. I'll try to get that working. Probably a damn Steelers game. Craig, why don't you hit us up with uh, a little bit of these numbers don't lie, and I'll try to work on getting Max in here, and then we'll go over the, the stuff before we hit power rankings. All right, so yes, it's me, it's me, it's the M I C Craig, aka Mister Impact for the TNA I W channel, and we are but 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 back with some more nonsense live, and of course, as if you didn't know by now, you can find us here, you can find us there, you can find us down there, everywhere: Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Sounded, Spotify, and wherever else you podcast. As Jeff alluded to, you can see now to this side of me. I got it right. <laughs> yeah. First time. Uh, yes, we have all the numbers you desire. Up on Twitter. Up on audio. Slightly down uh, visual. <laughs> but up on up on Twitch and up everywhere else, so we appreciate Yeah, I'm going to kick in really quick. Uh, there's a weird noise coming in. If you guys are listening to audio, that's Max uh, hopefully coming back into the, the thing here. Max is trying to get everything okay. set up. My internet decided Ooh. to give up. Oh, good. See, so right it wasn't us. Yeah, I feel better about that. Uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't you guys. My my internet pulled a Kira Hogan and just dropped oh, out quick. Oh, quicker than Ric Flair on a train? Is that, <laughs> is that where we're going not uh, quite that fast. Uh, <laughs> well, you fix that. I'm going to go over the numbers. What Craig was hitting up, and I don't know if you could see all of it, Craig, so I'll go into the, the minor details. Hello to our Twitch and live chat group. Uh, four new names already on there. Awesome. Glad to see you guys. Um, but, yeah, we're up to 49. That's up three from last or one away from affiliate on Twitch. So, come on, guys. We're almost there. And last week, thank you, guys. Uh, we thought it was a slower week. We really didn't see too much going on um, in the chat. But... It was our highest 
amount of unique views of all time. So pretty exciting about that. Um, up to 192 on YouTube or eight away from the goal. Something with the algorithms kind of, uh, you know, uh, messing us up there. We were at 196 now back down to 192, but still up and uh, balancing out everywhere else. So really excited about that. Um, we're growing thanks to you guys. Uh, as we always say, of course, we want the numbers to be millions and millions. That's why we go over them. But at the same time, it's one friend at a time, one fan at a time. And we really mean that. Um, so if you're patient with us, we'll be patient uh, with you guys. Coming on board. Craig. I'm going to try to stall a little bit. <laughs> no, just, I mean, I'm just, at this point in time, we're just going to go with Max on voice only until he can get this thing reset because I have to uh -huh. reset my entire modem. So we're just going to hear Max's okay, beautiful then let voice. Me hide your big blue box. <laughs> there we go. Can we put up the, oh, we should have put up the picture at AJ. I don't know how I would do that. All right. Uh, Craig, when you send oh, us off uh, to power rankings and, uh, Oh, tell, hit him with a little bit other stuff we got going on because we do have a new show that's doing rather well which I'm really excited about so thank you guys for that as well yeah uh, of course State of Impact made its return repackaged re-debut out there for you to see and enjoy of course t-shirts signs all of that incredible stuff we've got <laughs> I was responding I, to Lucha asking for a sign. I thought he was <laughs> asking for a uh, Sorry, good call. Well, I can't see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, of course, State yeah. of Impact. We have uh, new content coming soon, hopefully, including maybe some fun games for everyone to get involved in. Mm hmm. But, of course, before all of that, and before we can get into these hot, hot topics, let's kick it over to some power rankings again with our brand new host. All right, guys, here we go. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. with the Rangers of Wrestling, bringing your TNAIW Top 10 for this week. Number 10, number one contender, Ace Austin. At number nine, the most professional wrestler, Brian Myers. At number eight, the death machine, Sammy Callahan. At number seven, NWA's Melina. At number six, Violent by Designs, Joe Dorian. At number five, Jake Something. At number four, X Division Champion, Josh Alexander. At number three, two belts, Diana Perrazzo. At number two, tag team champions, the Good Brothers. At number one, world champion, Christian Cage. That was your top 10 Impact Wrestlers of the week. Do you guys agree? Let us know at TNAIW channel. Back to you guys. All right, guys, what'd you think? Did you agree? That's interesting. Uh, some interesting things there. Uh, but good to see Jake something on there. It's good to see Jake something. You know, What's that? I'm a little disappointed. Kenny Omega never made the top one. But as soon as Christian wins the title, they put him in the top spot. I think you're I wrong. Like I'm pretty sure Kenny's Kenny been once. He was number one once. I will have to watch the tape. My, my, my apologies. <laughs> 
right. I think my internet yeah. may be working again. I paid the okay, bill. There you. So we're going to see <laughs> if I can get back on. I may be back. Anyway, yeah, not yet. Let me know. All right. Uh, so, yeah, before we get into anything else, Craig alluded to, and I wanted to make a mention because we are going to play a game at the end, um, spoiler free, uh, but it's about a, a debut that's going to happen. And we're going to play a little detective where you don't know the answer. We don't want to know the answer. If you put it in the chat uh, or you comment on YouTube, uh, we will ignore it as possibly the wrong answer. So, don't put anything in there. Don't spoil it for anyone trying to play along. Um, but what we, he was getting to was uh, alluding to was uh, creating some kind of game night. Um, we've been developing this for a while, including an Impact uh, Wrestling uh, official game um, that we've been working on. So we'll have a family game night is the idea. Maybe once a month, maybe once every two weeks. Uh, you'll play along with uh, myself, Craig, Max, whoever whoever part of the team can be there. Uh, maybe two of us, I think. We're playing around with it. Uh, but the idea is for us to go streamline one hour here, take that extra 30 minutes that we would do on uh, at the end of the show where we play a game and, and move that to a, a longer uh, format for family game night. So, so let us know what you think. Um, it's not quite the hard 10. It's going to be obviously different. It's going to be more about integrating and uh, interacting with, with the fans to the to us and, and each other and whoever else we could get on here. Um, meet some new people. Make some new friends. Okay. Max is well, back. Let's see. I am, I am. Ooh. There we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Craig, why don't we, why don't we get this started, bud? Okay. There I yeah. It is now time for those hot, hot topics. Kicking off with number one. This week, Impact on Access TV. We started off with tag team action. Sammy Callahan and Chris Sabin defeating the team of Moose and Ace Austin. We had Matt Cardona, always ready, defeating Shira. Locker Room Talk made its return. Uh, this time it was a kind of cross, crossover with uh, Locker Room Talk and All About Me with Tenille Dashwood. Christian Cage made his return to the Impact Zone, face-to-face with Brian Myers. Molina defeated Brandy Loren, former Ava Story. Uh... Jake Something defeated Caleb with a K in probably the fastest match of this show and fastest fastest match we've seen for quite some time. And in the main event, a big old hoss fight. Joe Doring defeats the Impact Tag Team Champion, Doc Gallows. So thoughts and feelings on that show. And uh, yeah, gives thoughts and feelings and what what matched out to you? We'll go with Jeff. Yeah, I'll start off. I, mean, I know we kind of chat before, uh, spoiler there, uh, to look behind the curtain, but we chat before the show, kind of go over things and just kind of uh, just banter, see where we're at and if we like the topics uh, that we're going to talk about. Uh, so I'm, I know you're going to talk, uh, because you weren't here last week, a little bit more heavily about Christian. Uh, so I'm going to save that, if that's okay, to, to when you talk about it. Um, but I will that's hit on these fine. other things that I have notes on. Um, you know, the first thing, and I, I hate to start off with a with a negative and it's not really that it's a negative i just don't know how i'm feeling on and i know people in our chat had told me i'm wrong but sammy callahan has a face is he okay tweener whatever you want to call him uh i just the bowing the excessive bowing it just reminded me of list of flash is that a throwback for anyone zipping up the zipper every move and just it was just it sons of bitches it's like this i don't know it's just very I don't know. Anti-hero, yeah, I think he could play it, but he's got to stop playing to the crowd a little bit. Other than that, I think he's a genius. I love him, and his show is great. Uh, and that's not bias. I say that every every damn week. Uh, or kissing ass, I say that every week. 
Um, Cardona, I really like the build of Cardona. I think Chelsea Green might be the the piece that of the puzzle that he was missing. Uh, as far as you know, having someone by his side, someone to play off of. I said that multiple times. I love Brian Myers now as well, um, and that's mainly because he has. They're better when they play off of someone. Doesn't mean they need to be in a tag team. But they can play off of someone and make that situation funny or or exciting or interesting, and, and I really dig them in those roles. Uh, I also think seeing uh, Matt Cardona in person and realizing he's like eight feet tall is a massive <laughs> benefit to me liking yeah. him. The dude is giant. I thought he was like six feet, not at all. He is yeah. Huge. I yeah, that was surprising. He looks like a star in person. He acts like a star. He carries himself as that, uh, and, and he he for better or worse, brings emotion out of people. So I think he's someone that, uh, Craig, I can finally stop giving shit about. Uh, although my joke from last week, looking into the future, was, I think, hilarious. All right, uh, locker room talk. Uh, you know, I've said this before when it comes to all about me. I think the concept of it or what they're doing with it is is smart. I always like it. It's another brand, uh, and, and I think that's Impact's strong suit. But the writing has been kind of, you know, some mits, some misses. This time, I think it hit it on the head. You know, there were some issues, little things here and there that didn't hit for me personally. But overall, from timing to writing to execution, this was one of the better backstage segments that not only uh, of locker room talk, but especially for Tennille and what they're trying to do there with the influencers, which I know we'll get to more on. Uh, during emergence talk um yeah so you'll talk about christian i love the little thing once again i can't uh, keep saying it enough uh i love matt striker on commentary yeah he has these things where you know it's like okay matt shut up dude but at the same time there's these references and making everything feel important and throwing in these little easter eggs for fans like us who kind of take it overly seriously um and and, you know oh she was here as ava before that's but that's another story for another time things like that just little added easter eggs it just makes the viewing experience even better uh because there's layers now we have a crowd that's exciting now we have commentary that i feel is a great uh narration to it um delo is getting is wearing off on me a little bit um i really think that they would benefit from adding one more person which I want to talk about at number five. Uh, so I'll hold off on that. But I think the timing's right. I think the just like I mentioned Christian over and over and over again, there's something to merch deals with Impact. They've never done them before, but they're doing them now with talent that has no longer with the company. So it's really interesting. So I, w- I want to talk about that a little bit at number five. Um, but I would be, before I pass it off, I'd be stupid not to mention the main event. So I argue with people all the time about Big LG and Anderson can go. I I don't know why that's even a question. I I don't know. Maybe it's because you've only seen them in your lifetime in WWE and then in in what little you've seen here. So they're more of a comedy act, not taken seriously, which I really love that they're taking it. Their characters are more serious now. But that fucking match, man. Not only was I excited to see what they could do together just from their history both in Japan, but to then see it play out like that and LG sell for Doring, like, I mean, not that it is a question if he would, but they both came out of that looking great. 
The only thing that didn't come out looking great, I guess, is Big LG's uh, penis, which I, I, I think was <laughs> damaged during that uh, spot, according to, uh, to sources. So, um, But other than that, I, I thought it was a great thing. And, and you know what it is, is I always mention this as well, and I'm going to harp on it. What I love that Impact is doing is they, they leave the ring. So that doesn't mean in matches, they're not fighting over the guardrails and stuff like that. But there's different places uh, that you can make. If you were to make a, I'm staring at my child's toys. So if you were to make a play set for Impact, there would be a lot of expansions. You could have, oh, backstage, uh, whatever area you can have, or um, interview area with Gia. You can have Swingers Palace. You can have Locker Room Talk. You can have, I love that they utilize every inch of the stage that they're allowed to use. And I, I dig that. And that was really cool to see something happen over there. I said it on Twitter. It felt very Abyss Rhino moment uh, from the past. It's a throwback uh, to a really great uh, moment in history of our history. So I, I can't say great uh, enough great things about it. Dorian going over was a surprise, honestly. Uh, I enjoy it, though. No one looked bad. It over-delivered. Yes, 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 yes. So, first off, I do want to say the Gallows and Dory match was incredible. Um, for a, a TV match, it's one of the best I've seen in a while. It, uh, I agree, the the powerbomb, like, off the stage, that was incredible. Like, it was, it was really well done. It made both guys look strong. There was nobody coming out of that that you're like, okay, this is, you know, this guy's looking weak. So, I thought that was great. Um I really, I will say this, I will admit, if I don't like somebody, I don't pay much attention to their entrance. So I haven't watched Shira's entrance in forever, and I was catching the start of his Titantron, or his video, and I was like, oh my god, who is this? This looks aw-. Oh, I was like, oh, it's Shira. I was like, that was, a, that was a disappointment. Like, this guy needs to get a worse a worse entrance video to match his It's new, entrance. it's new. So it's not, you weren't, I, it's a, I felt the same way. Okay, I was like, I saw Okay, I was I wasn't sure if I had missed it before because like obviously decays I think is awesome every time they come out I love watching theirs, but people I don't care about I'm like yeah whatever, so I was like that's so cool I was like who is oh well, um, but the Christian thing I that to me was the highlight and I wasn't here last week, so I didn't get a chance to talk about the Christian winning I want to talk about that because a lot of people were upset that Christian yeah. won because they said Impact never got their their win mm. over Kenny Omega. The thing was, if you actually look at that storyline, when it first started, it was it was AW versus Impact because the Tonys came on and they shit on Impact. Somebody told me I don't I didn't remember hearing this, but somebody said at one point during AEW, Tony told people not to buy an Impact pay per view. Like they were really taking every chance mm-hmm. to shit on Impact, and then eventually it kind of shifted to not AEW versus Impact, but Kenny Omega is just better than everybody. He's better than everybody in AEW. He's better than everybody in AAA. He's better than everybody in Impact. And it really kind of became Kenny Omega versus everybody. That's when he... Oh, Oh, there you go. Okay. When he was the belt collector. So the, the fact that Christian won to me wasn't an issue because one, it... For AEW, it actually sets up a pay-per-view match where you think possibly Christian may win as opposed to this is just a filler match. But two, Christian is an AEW guy. You had mentioned it off-air before. Had AJ Styles come back, 
worked for AEW and beaten Kenny Omega, no one would have said AJ Styles is an A impact. Right. Impact guy. Had some like perfect example is when back in ECW when Mike Awesome mm-hmm. was a champion and they had Taz wrestle him and Taz worked for WWE at the time or mm-hmm. WWF at the time. No one in ECW looked at Taz and said, that's a WWF guy. No, that's Taz from ECW. He's here to defend ECW. And that's what Christian was. You have said for, I don't know if we've talked about it on here a lot, but I know you've talked about it a Mm -hmm. lot with me in person about Christian. He used his Impact theme or his TNA theme in AEW. They were selling his pin. You've been preaching that this guy is either a part of Impact or going to be on Impact. Like, he's going to be there forever. And it's one of the things where even Christian, like, did never realized how much he, like, how much he meant to, to TNA and Impact. Right. Like, when Impact was, a, or when TNA at, the, or TNA at the time was like, hey, when WWE told them, you can get any guy on our roster to show up. Like, we want Christian! <laughs> right. We want Christian! Like, and Christian was like, why the fuck do right. they want me? Because he didn't realize, like, he was the first person big name guy that said i'm gonna leave wwe and come to tna he was the first person to cross over that line and because of that he is a like he has a special place in tna it wouldn't surprise me i haven't seen anything that they've announced who's going in the hall um, hall of fame but it wouldn't surprise me if he has something to do with it because he has the chance it just it makes too much sense so i thought the whole him him winning the title was perfect i am a little disappointed he retired the tna bout because what he should have done is they should have just slapped impact on that bad boy and used (laughs) that because i like the impact title but the tna title is one of the best bouts in wrestling like ever like it's if you're ranking beautiful titles it's beautiful so I was a little sad about that, um, but I love him. I also would like to point out that I love um, Brian Myers coming out and giving his whole like D-Ray 3000, oh. Shark Boy, Brownback. Like that was a great promo. We'll t- and we'll talk about their match, but he's someone who has really grown on me a lot in since he's yeah. come to Impact as well. Um, but overall, I thought the episode was really good. I really like that impact continues to push storylines you talked about the uh madison rain and tenille thing that was really well done i also love that they were at the same exact set like literally in the same exact spot which i thought was hilarious um they do a really good job it's one of those shows that to me they understand they only have two hours a week so they put in promos and vignettes and video packages so that they can have more they can have more storylines going on than they should be able to with their time allotted and they do that better than i in my opinion any company out there about making sure that tons of people have stuff to do Mm -hmm. they highlight their knockouts division with two hours a week better than AEW does with five hours a week i uh yeah no i agree i I mean it's. I don't think it's biased. So, I mean, people can have different perspectives on that, but I just, I, I, I'm nodding my head so much because I, I agree completely. I mean, and you know, and I know we'll touch on more and more about that, but I want to hit the Christian thing really quick. And and you said it just now, but you said it as well as, not why would Christian or why would 
impact want Christian. That was the one person, right? Or TNA at the time. And, and as you said it off air was Christian was the first one that wanted them. And I think that's beautifully said. I mean, I think that's what it comes down to is I don't I know we're older heads and we've seen it from its inception. Um, Literally every piece of content since day one. So to me, Christian is is TNA impact. You know, when he was joking on yeah. the Edge and Christian show, it hurt my feelings. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I was like, no, why would you do that? Because he was the first one to choose us. He was the he was the first, uh, I guess, shining light in what could come out of this, you know, out of, oh, they're going to close down, you know, and then he comes and then Angle comes in his chain reaction. So, yeah. you know, I accept that. I also understand the point of view of Moose should have won. Totally agree. I, I agree. We should have built it up and that should have been the days, but it wasn't. Obviously, something went on here with the timing with CM Punk coming and Kenny needed to go back and rest up and be more focused with AW. This is the next best option. And I firmly believe, and I know we'll get to emergence now, so uh, I'll kick it to Craig before I say the other part um, or any deeper, but I will say it's we know it's going to be Ace Austin versus Christian. Maybe this is just a bridge and Ace Austin's the guy. So we'll see. Maybe and real quick, Bert asked, "Why did Kira leave the best women's division?" It's probably for money. Um, I mean, realistically, there's still a lot of people who, even if your dream was to wrestle an Impact, you want to try and either get to AEW or get to WWE right. to be on that bigger show. Unfortunately, she was a former two-time Knockouts champion and mm. one of the top Knockouts in Impact. Well, she was the tag two-time Knockouts yeah, yeah. tag team champion. Tati, my apologies. Former knockouts tati. They mentioned that on AEW. And then she literally got squashed in two minutes. So unless she's going the Fuego del Sol route of <laughs> losing 41 matches in a row and then get given a contract, I mean, to me, it feels like it would be like if Natalia came over to Impact and they just jobbed her out to Havoc. To like, us. She, like, she was a big deal. Too, too correct Which is to so us, weird. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, she was a big deal. So I don't know why she left. I'm assuming it was a money thing. I'm hoping they make her a bigger deal if she's going to sign with AEW. Or maybe it's just kind of a pass-through thing before she yeah. goes and does something else. And that's why she's yeah. 0-3. But I do think it's I weird agree. that she chose to leave. But that's just... Yeah, I feel like it has to be money because they didn't care want to be a knockout her entire life. So maybe want to emergence if I get my little cheat sheet up. At Emergence, we started off with Matt Cardona defeating Rohit Raju, Decay defeating Tasha Steele, Savannah Evans, and No No Way. Uh, Steve Macklin defeated Petey Williams. Madison Rain defeated Taylor Wilde. Ace Austin defeated Moose Semi Callahan. Chris Sabin took a number contender for the Impact World Championship. Josh Alexander retained his X Division Championship by defeating Jake Something. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Virtuoso and the Drama King defeated Melina and Trey. The Good Brothers defeated Violent by Design and Rich Swan and Willie Mack to attain the Tag Team Championships. And Christian Cage retained his Impact World Championship by defeating Brian Myers. Thoughts and feelings on the show. And what do you feel is next for Steve Macklin? Max. So I thought the show was amazing. Um, I thought Alexander and Something is a potential like, match of the year. Um, that thing, it was amazing. Um, I never, Craig really likes Jake something. I thought he was Jake better than average mm-hmm. there for a while. Um, but that match really showed me that he has the potential to be something really big. And 
Alexander. I'm torn here now with Alexander because Ace Austin, Moose, and Alexander, at least in my opinion, are all in spots where they should be cha- like the world champion. And they can all. So I, I'm really interested to see what happens. Um, all three of those guys are great. Alexander, every time, like he's had amazing matches with something, with Black Tarus and with TJP. And like he continues to put on great matches. So that guy's a star. Um, I hope he stays with Impact forever. Um, I thought that Christian Brian Myers, he really has grown on me. He's gotten a lot better. I thought that was a really good match. Um, I really liked the way the that they built with the um, Tennille and um, Madison Rain and Taylor Wynn. Mm. I thought that was really well done. I like their t- their team up, um, Tennille and Madison Rain. I think it's going to give them another good tag team to go with, which I think is important. I don't think either one of them should be for the Knockouts Championship, but I think as a as a tag team, I think they're great. Was it on Emergence or was it on Impact? Because I watched them back-to-back um, this morning where we saw Finn Juice, um, Juice Robinson get injured. That's Impact. Was that Impact? Okay, so I didn't get to talk about that. I think that's leading into more of a story with... I'm assuming if I had to guess that was... I'm, I'm going to go with that was probably Chris Bay and another Bullet Club reference. I'm thinking that's what that had to do with. Uh, but even that, once again, it's a little vignette and I think it's leading to something that's going to happen in a couple weeks. But overall, I thought Emergence was great. Um, it was really exciting. And I'm really happy with um, Deanna and Matthew Ringwald yeah. together teamed up. I think there's somebody who they play really well off each other. And it once again, like they complement each other so well that it's not like a valet and like a manager role. It's just two people that have similar yeah. mindsets and just play off each other really well. So I really hope that they continue to, to kind of go together and maybe he like comes out with her for her matches and she comes out with him for his. Yeah. Uh, I, I love how naturally they fit together. And obviously I wasn't the biggest fan of Aiden English. I'm a big fan of Matthew Raywalt. Dig it. Um, yeah. I mean, you hit all the nails. I mean, Jake something, I will say that as well. Yes, Craig, I give you props. It's not that we dismissed Jake something. The talent's there, but he was just missing something. And uh, I think it was Stryker or, no, it was D'Lo who said it in the thing. Some matches you go over and some matches you get over. He got over here, especially with me. And if you give this guy a manager, I I think Craig might have been the one in the chat to say it. If you give him a manager... He can be our new abyss. And what I mean by that is he's a homegrown talent that has star potential. And and that could be just, he does need that appeal of he's going to come out there and fuck some stuff up. So he kind of need, it would be interesting for him to have a manager who's just like, go, you know, kind of like AOP with uh, Ellerling. Um, So, so yeah, I I love him there. I I think he's on his way up. I, I firmly believe that we no longer need a mid card title. Um, at least for now, because that X division title, especially after that match, you can see it. It's what we think it should be, which is work rate championship. You come in here, you have to beat Josh Alexander and you need to work your ass off to do that. He was going to give everything he has every match he's in and he's redefining this division. It, It just, it just awesome. He is a future world champion for us. He is a future hall of famer for us. Uh, I can't wait to see what they give this kid next. A kid, I think he's 
maybe a couple younger years younger. I don't even know how old is Josh Jones. Is he in his younger thirties, early thirties? Let's look that up. I think he's mid thirties, right? Uh, let me look. I uh, seventy six. Thirty four. Oh, okay. Thirty four. Um, so, yeah, oh, so we're idea. the same age. Okay. Now one of us moves quicker than the other, though. Uh, <laughs> so. Yeah, but you have a kid, so you have to move. Quicker. Oh no, he, he has That's... a kid, and he moves fifty times quicker than I. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, so yeah, he he, they're gonna both be stars for us. Uh, Ace Austin winning, I thought was great. I loved that he pinned Moose because that gives us the definitive Moose can go do whatever he's gonna do for Bound, Glo- Bound for Glory. I think it's Okada. Uh, I think uh, who's the who's the guest here? Um, who do you face at Resurgence? Blanking. Oh. um... The dude who's like four foot two. Ishii? Um, I yes, I think that's who it was. Uh, yeah, tell me, yeah, Ishii. Tell me okay. Ishii. So that's what we yeah. face. I think they're gonna have their rubber match uh, at Bound for Glory. I wish it was Nakamura, but I, that's still a banger of a match, and it was. Um, so yeah, Emergence was great. Oh, yeah. You know, I know the only match was the Diana and, and whatever one kind of had a weird cut to it. Uh, Josh, who's actually in the chat, uh, told me why, uh, or told us all, I think it was in our private or, or the TNAIW one, but um, that there was a, a, well, a wardrobe malfunction that they had to edit out <laughs> in, in, a, in, a, in a way just to make it work uh, with, uh, with um, uh, oh, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, Diana. Mary and Joseph, my brain's all over the place. Just so much good shit coming in, that's not a cover for it, it's just I'm thinking of all the other things uh, I want to hit. The one thing I do want to hit, because I have it circled seven times, so I'm going to get to that. Um, the influence. You mentioned it. I don't know if it was on purpose or this is how the world worked. Uh, we speculated that, you know, we thought the inspiration was going to be part of Tennille. I think we've been reading this wrong the whole time. I think they knew their visa wasn't going to work. Maybe they're not coming. Maybe I'm just conspiracy theorist here or wishful thinking. But you bring Madison back, and she's with Tennille and Caleb, and they're the influence, right? They're the the heels that are they're telling you what you should dress like, what you should look like, what you should do, right? Who would be the best foils to that but an inspiration, which is someone who's supposed to help you get enlightened and, and give you a muse? To... So I, I think there's be, something yeah. there with that, and I'm really digging it. And I marked out like a motherfucker. Excuse me to anyone who's underage watching this, listening to this. But it's Taylor Wilde versus Madison Rain in an Impact Wrestling ring in 2021. Both of them look, I mean, better than they than yeah. they used to look. Oh. They the Taylor Shit. in those arm drags. You're right, Craig. Those things are. Her style is something we don't have in the X division, and I'm glad that Lucha Libre a little bit that she puts in there is there. I love Madison. I can watch her work all day, uh, and now that she's with Tennille, well, as you said, there's another permanent tag team you got kimber and suit they're they're doing the right shit the stories are being told it's taking a little longer than a lot of people want but we have to figure out or we have to realize there was a time when everything that happened backstage in impact wrestling was on the sheets literally minutes after it happened right i call it borash effect some people call it other things but now we don't hear anything negative Right? I know there's non-disclosures and stuff that are part of the contracts and stuff, supposedly. But because it's more family-oriented, and I, mentioned, I started to think about this when Punk said it, about people respecting the privacy when behind the curtain, right? <coughs> mm, I don't know, man. I, I'm losing my... my uh, 
the way I want to go with this. But I just feel like nothing negative comes out of the impact locker room as far as rumors and stuff that way, for the most part. Maybe if someone's leaving and such, that's where I'm going. Um, I'll end it like that. But because of that, we don't know who showed up late to a show or who has bad attitude or or who missed a flight. or We don't hear any of that shit. And I'm happy about that. So because yeah, but because we don't hear any of that, we all assume to the quickest thing, oh, this is a shitty storyline, or this person should have been here, this person should have been here quicker. We don't know the truth. We don't know why it's happening the way it is. And if it's the writing, it's the writing. And the critique is there. But before I uh, lose my brain, Craig, let's <laughs> go Oh, real quick, one thing I do want to say that you had mentioned, we don't need a, I guess, a yeah. third title. I think what they do need, though, is some of the feast, like something like a feast or oh, fire, like sure. a briefcase that gives mm-hmm. you a title shot, but that you then, but you can then defend yeah. against other people. Because to me, people like something and Cardona. I feel like if one of those guys had a briefcase and then they were like, is he going to cash it in or no, he's going to defend it against this. I feel like that would be something that would be really good to add is like some type of, hey, this is a future shot for either any title or like just having something like that. And then that you then defend. I think that would be would be a good substitute for. a Yes, yes, yes. I see someone put it in there like the gift of God's title from Lucha Underground. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. Uh, He has that. We have the trophy. Yes, uh, Ace does have the trophy, but it hasn't been really talked about. I'm sure that's uh, there's a reason why there. I do want to touch on that really quick because I wrote Ace down as well. Ace Austin, I think, is is the prodigal son. I think he's the guy that they're going to go with. They put him over a lot on commentary about being the future um, of this company. There was a time where we didn't talk about anyone being the future of this company. We were just trying to get by from the day to day. We are in a place now where we have Ace Austin, Chris Bay, Josh Alexander, Jake something, uh, Sammy Callahan, and those veterans as well. Guys, our roster is, is tight. No, the roster is really good, and they all have stuff to do. I think Alexander, someone had mentioned Alexander should beat um, Ace Austin, well, or not Ace Austin, Austin Aries' uh, reign. So he has that to do. You can fit um, Ace Austin in with a as a champion. And Moosh right now has his right. own storyline, at least I see it as a storyline, where he's losing matches to people that he should beat. Yep. He lost to Rich. He lost to Saban. He lost this. So I feel like that's going to be his storyline and is eventually mm-hmm. getting to the point where he doesn't underestimate people and he's able to step up to that point. So I feel like – that like that's where he's going so he has something to do right. it's not like he's just like no i agree with you he's got to earn his way back uh he could easily talk to scott and scott could be like well you haven't been beating the people you should it's it's easy storyline telling when they they don't want to put yeah. moose in the title picture yet and i don't know why maybe there's a, a reason there's a story they're going to tell moose always says be patient so i'm going to be patient um because i think we have a plethora of people that could easily be our guy. I know someone had mentioned uh, in the chat that we don't, but I really feel like we do. I, th- I think there's a lot of guys. Uh, yeah, that... I saw somebody on Reddit said that the Impact Men's Division is crap, and I was looking at it, and they have like they have, I would say, five or six guys that if you sent them oh, over yeah. to AEW could hang with anybody. I think there's. I think that's being and, generous. <laughs> I think there's like, a just, lot more. <laughs> like. Yeah, but I'm just like I'm just about like six guys like off the top of my head that I can think of like without yeah. looking through the roster. But also to me, I feel like when Moose finally yeah. does win the title, he's going to have a really long right. reign. 
So I feel like if you want him to have a, a year-long reign, you want to make sure you get ASOS in his reign and possibly Alexander his reign before you then give it to Moose and then Moose holds it for 300-plus days. Right. So yeah. I feel like if it's easier to give like two four-month reigns as opposed to saying, all right, Moose, and then these guys just seem to be doing nothing. Right, and and, and I think it, it goes to I, – I don't know if I'd book it like that, but I, but I really like the the year long thing for Moose. I think by that time Robert Roode would be or Bobby Roode would be cut or or gone from that company, so he can be close to the one year mark that uh, or whatever it was that Bobby Roode hit. And he could Bobby Roode could show up and challenge. You know, so I think there's a lot of things you could do with that. Um, yeah. The one thing about Ace Austin, I want, I want to do. I don't know if you give it to him this quickly, um, but they really seem to want to make him overtake AJ's uh, youngest champion um, spot there. Um, in the history books so it's possible but the thing about him um that i was gonna say is and i'm stalling because i fucking forgot again my brain is everywhere but here um is there was people saying oh i hate that it was myers i hate that it was myers uh, and we talked about that extensively last week so i'm not gonna get into that kudos to, uh, to myers by the way getting himself established within one episode of building a story if this was Ace Austin or other people, there are people other people suggested Ace Austin or Chris Bay in that role of Myers, one episode to build it, one pay per view to lose. That Dan, I don't think Ace looks good there. I, I don't think Bay looks good there. I think this was the right opponent to elevate or try to yeah. on a short term notice, and now move on to the next program, which is a long term chance for Ace to build with Christian. All right, I, let's move on to number three. No, I agree completely. I agree completely. Uh, so, I want to give a shout out to Bert in the chat for a suggestion for uh, Jake Something's manager if uh, being Selena De La, Selena De La Renta. Yeah, of course. Great. But moving on to number three. Uh, two weeks ago now at New Japan Resurgence after their match against John, John Moxley and Yuji Nagata, uh, Grows of Destiny face-to-face with the Good Brothers. Following this week, Carnison put out a tweet uh, of all people that they need to go through to see what happened in their WWE run and who they need to talk about. Uh, Tomatonga making it clear that he wants to be in that conversation because he has some stuff to say to the Good Brothers, which then led to Scott DeMore inviting the the Gorillas of Destiny Mm. to Impact. Do, Do we think this happens and silly question, but are we excited? I'll start with Jeff because I know Max will I'm going to make this quick because we're behind and I have a lot to say on four and five. Um, anytime Scott tweets about it, it, it pretty much is the kiss of death. It's not going to happen in Impact. Yeah, it's probably going to happen in New Japan, uh, Strong, or AEW even. Uh, I think New Japan would want to save that. If it happens in Impact, be happier than a, a fucking kid in a candy store. But... I, I don't know if the way it's being presented just doesn't feel like it's us getting that program. VBD versus um, uh, uh, the Good Brothers seems to be where they're headed in Impact, at least for now. So I don't know. We have two months, so it could be anything. But um, either way, it's good hype. Uh, it's exciting that they're they're pushing it in social media. Um, I don't know where it goes from here. I noticed there's a more serious 
Gallows and Anderson. Um, more focused, at least when it comes to their characters. So we'll see. Um, do they gang back up? Do they break? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I'm excited for it. I know Max has probably a lot to say, like you said. So uh, let's go with that. Max, what do you got, bud? So I've been predicting Gorillas of Destiny to show up on Impact for like the last year. And so far it hasn't happened. I actually agree with you, though. I think it's going to probably take place in New Japan, mostly because I feel like eventually this Bullet Club versus Elite storyline is going to cross over New Japan, Impact, yeah. and AEW. It's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to run through all of them. I mean, realistically, Tomatonga has been shit-talking. Kenny Omega, um, the middle-aged Bucks, um, he was joking about all the different names that... Um, the Good Brothers went by the club, the OC, Bulletproof. Right. He, he's been shitting on them. He's been doing that for uh, like I feel it's like at least over a year. So he's been he's been trying to get this on. It's funny to me though because he doesn't shit on Finn. Like Finn, he's like friends with. He's like high fives Finn. He gives Finn credit, but the Good Brothers he shits on because he's trying to make right. that a program, not because he actually. So, so that's the thing. He's He's trying to make this a program, and it's it's going to be something that crosses over into all three. I think you're going to have um, Chris Bay, Jay White, I think are going to have something to do, mm-hmm. obviously, an impact. It wouldn't surprise me. Obviously, we've seen um, Kenta. We've seen uh, Herculeo in AEW. It wouldn't – like, the actual showdown was Good Brothers for Squirrel's Destiny in New Japan. I think eventually it's going to come to – ahead where you've got all of all of bullet club versus the elite because they mentioned on aew dynamite this past weekend when the elite were running through christian and jurassic express who can stand up to these guys who can stand up to these five or six people it's you know you can't stand up Mm. to all of them yeah well the group to do that is bullet club because there's 700 (laughs) of them they're like the they're like the nwo at like two years in they have bring 15 limousines rolling in, and that's Bullet Club. So this storyline is going to happen over all three shows. But I do agree that the actual Gorillas of Destiny Good Brothers match has to take place, in my opinion, in New Japan because there has to be something for New Japan from this feud that is a New Japan feud. And I think that's the best one. Because those guys are, like, that's where they are. So I do agree with you what's going to happen in New Japan, at least their first match. But I do think it'll cross over. Yeah, I'm just reading the chat, and I hope there's not spoilers coming in there. Yeah, Al Phantasmo showed up in Impact as well, so he's there. Like, we've got a lot of Bullet Club people already in in the U.S. But I just, I I think it's going to be something that is... It crosses yeah. over okay. everything. I, we got it, it. Wouldn't surprise me if you. See, yeah, nothing. Okay, I would say it wouldn't surprise. Quick, it wouldn't surprise if you see Jay White win another New Japan title and take on Kenny Omega when they're both having multiple titles. So, all right. So number four, I'm sure we're all aware of what happened last night. But in case you've been, I don't know where, CM Punk returned to pro wrestling last night. As is now all elite, but during the AEW media scrum, it was asked about the Forbidden Door, and he then made he then he then brought up that at some point 
in the future, maybe TNA slash Impact will be a good idea. What do we think? Do, do first, we want to see him, and do you think we will see him, uh, Max? Um, I'll make this short. Um, it, it wouldn't surprise me if he comes over for a match or two. Um, I think somebody like him versus Josh Alexander would be amazing. Um, I, I think it's going to be a while, though. He's facing Darby Allen first. He's not losing to Darby Allen. Like, it, CM Punk probably won't lose for a decent amount of time. So I would probably say eight months down the road is when we would potentially see him come into Impact. Um, I, I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be exciting to see some of the matches. Um, him and versus Eddie Edwards, I think, would be an amazing match as well. Um, so, no, I think it would be exciting, but I think it's something that – I think, yeah, Battle for Glory 2022 would probably be a good a good point for him to come in. Not anytime soon. He's got so much stuff to do in AEW right now that it doesn't make sense to look forward, like put him into the forbidden door right away. Yeah, so uh, I have a lot to say about this. Not much on uh, do I want him to come. Yeah, no shit. You know, the sky's blue. Uh, CM Punk is a draw. They go hand in hand. Um, and we'll see. We'll see what the numbers are. I, I haven't got a chance to see yet. Um uh, as far as ratings for, for, for last night, or I could definitely see how it's trending and still trending. So at the end of the day, this is good for the wrestling business. I said this in the chat group, and I want to say it again this way because I know it seems aggressive when you're typing, um, but also because just so we're all on the same page. For me, the answer to what, and we'll get to that number five, but what we do, I'll answer. But as far as how does this affect us, it it, ne- it does not affect us negatively at all. Did we lose the number two spot in America to them? No, we lost it a long time ago. <laughs> we didn't. Lose we didn't lose CM, CM Punk, Punk to, to him either. either. He wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't coming. Uh, we're not live. He wanted the live aspect. Can I see him coming? Yes. You. He does not go out of his way to mention TNA Impact and the partnership we have. If. And even if someone asked him a question, if he wasn't guarded about going to there or making something happen, because I think CM Punk, and I wrote this down in the analogy here, I think he's very, his brain, the way he works is very Theo Epstein-ish. I don't know for any baseball fans or, or fans of sports in general, which is someone who says, he's the type of guy who goes, you know what? I'm going to go to Boston. Okay. I broke their curse after whatever amount of years they finally won the world series. I did my job. I'm leaving. He goes to Chicago. That's where he goes next. And what does he do there? Breaks the Cubs curse. There are people in this world that just like the next challenge, even if they fail. He does not see his MMA uh, career as a failure, as he shouldn't. Because there's millions and millions of people that are in their living room that watch MMA, that drink a few beers and say, I could, I could be on that shit. He did it. Last along he did I would have. He did it. So for him, I think he's always about the next thing. What can he conquer? What can he do? And to put a feather in his cap and say, you know what, Impact, uh, I was there for one of their pay-per-views, and it was the literally WWE numbers. He could do those things. I don't know personally. We'll see what what he does with AEW, but I'm sure the way it's trending that it's going to be a full-on thing. You have Daniel Bryan coming next. The wrestling business is good. We should not be wasting our energy hating the fact that CM Punk went to a company that was prepared for him to be there. They're live, big venues, merch. They just have it all together. Doesn't mean we won't get there. I'll get to that number five. But we should not hate on that. 
because the more business there is, the more people that watch. All these people that are like, oh, they pick on us. Who gives a shit? Man up. It's a TV show. Like what you like for what you like. Ignore all the hate and put that energy into making sure people watch Impact. Because bitching about AEW is not going to bring fans to Impact. It'll do quite the opposite, honestly. Might made them not want to give a chance whatsoever. And if you say, well, the AEW fans are, they're so mean to... Let them. We are in a different age. Bullying doesn't get rewarded anymore. Okay? The internet shows all. If those fans continue now who are under a spotlight, let's remember that, AEW, when you take that kind of big leap like they are doing, you are going, they're going to look in every nook and cranny. They're going to look for every little thing. They're going to backtrack. Cancel culture is still real, people. So just be good people, support Impact, and invite them to like Impact. That's all you could do because this growth we're having in Impact right now, these fans aren't falling from the fucking sky. They're coming from promotions that they already watch and watching ours on the sneak or not or converting. I see a lot more people that start adding impact to their profiles and their bios. So patience, patience, patience. Don't hate on anyone else. We're a community. Let's build this, not only this company, but let's build this business, man. That's what it's about. The, the, I don't want to be it be a sideshow anymore. And at this point, if we do it right, as fans and keep supporting everything it won't be i I definitely agree um the people who actually watch impact like impact you're gonna get the people who watched impact 10 years ago and thought it was shit and then continue to pretend that they watch impact and oh it's shit the 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 roster's trash blah 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 cool man like when people say that the first thing that pops in mind is awesome you don't watch the product you either don't watch the product or you're – excuse our, to our younger – you're a fucking idiot. Those are the only two options because you can't watch the roster that Impact has now and say it's trash. You can say it's not as deep as AEW. I would agree. AEW's roster is 120 <laughs> people. Impact, including people – including their announcers and backstage people is like, and people who aren't actually on the roster anymore that still are on the page is like 62. Right. So, yeah, their roster's double ours. They better have a deeper roster than ours. But – Wrestling to me, this is to me looking at this at wrestling right now, watching AEW and Impact, is how I felt when I was watching the Monday Night Wars, where I was like, oh my gosh, this episode was of Raw was so good. Oh my gosh, this episode of right. Nitro was so good. The difference is, I don't have to pick one or the other. I can watch one on Wednesdays, one on Thursdays, another on Fridays, and it's just good, exciting wrestling three nights out of the right. week. And like, there's no reason to hate well, him. you know, I know we got to get to number five and this is kind of a segue. So I'll say what I got to say and then kick it to Craig. But I said that I wrote this down last night when I was, you know, watching all the punk stuff and then watching the media scrum and hearing him say that about impact. It, it had like, a, and, and I said this last week as well about not wanting to hate on Tony Khan anymore. Um, only reason I'm not, a, I'm not going to be an AEW guy. This isn't going to make me watch their show doesn't mean I can't respect it and know it's good for the business, right? Would I want to be in AEW shoes, Impact in AEW shoes? Of of course, yes. But would I want to do it with their roster and their team and their brand? No. I I want Impact to do that. So I want Impact to get to where AEW is, not AEW to fail to come back down to where impact is so so let's let's focus on that 
Um, and uh, Impact's next moves and uh, where we're going to go with that. But Tony Khan's solidified when he when CM Punk said it about the Forbidden Door. Tony Khan's business is growing the business of professional wrestling. He stole a lot of our people, yes. But you could say what you want. He's giving a lot back. I'm turning. I'm changing my tune. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. AEW said they're going to change the world, and CM Punk is a world changer. So moving on to number five, where do you see Impact going next in terms of, uh, you know, mm-hmm. build or pay-per-views, people coming yeah. in, people going out? Where, what is next for Impact Wrestling, Max? So I'll start. I have less to say right. than Jeff, so I'll start this. Um, I know you have a lot to say on this one. So one, I'd like to see them start to travel. Um, I don't. I would like to see them get to the point where instead of taping a month, a month and a half worth of shows, they're maybe doing two at a time and then going to a location and two at a time. I think that keeps things fresh. I think it makes it so that you can better plan out storylines and have better crossovers because you don't have to worry about this event taking place a month and a half down the road that you filmed. So I really like to see them do that. I actually would like to see them use their YouTube similar to how AEW is using it, where I want them to put on a free one hour show right before rampage goes on on Friday. So from nine to 10 on Fridays, because one, the people who watch WWE I don't think there's a big crossover. I think there's some crossover, but I think the people who watch AEW are a separate group than the people that watch WWE. So if you put on a one-hour show, maybe has two or three matches, maybe a couple backstage segments, that's free on YouTube right before Rampage happens, I think you'll pick up people who are going to watch Rampage who are like, I want to get into something. I don't want to watch another... I don't want to watch The Accountant, which is apparently... TNT's lead into anything AEW for the 57th time. I want to watch something new. Oh, it's it's free on YouTube. Let me go ahead and do that. I think that would be a smart move for Impact is to put out a free weekly show on YouTube. Um, I think it would also get people to subscribe to their YouTube channel because they'll see this and then they'll be like, oh, right. for 99 cents, I can also get – I can watch Impact. So I think that would be a good move. I also – want to see them do more cross promoting with like throughout their pay-per-views. I want to see a two night event, whether it's new Japan and impact AEW and impact to where they're working like two night events with promotions that are crossovers. I think that to me is the third, at least my third step in this forbidden door thing to just continue to grow it. Um, I don't like agree. I don't think it's a competition between these three companies. I think all three of these companies are going to get to the point where you see wrestlers from one company holding a different company's belt. You'll see the belts appear yeah. on different shows. I really think it's going to be something where they all <laughs> begin to work together because like you said, that's what's best for business. Yeah. Nice transition. Um, <laughs> yes, Bert, exactly. Yes. I, I firmly knowledge. believe there will be a mix of that uh, coming forth. Like uh, even before what I'm about to say, like I, I think we're going to get a lot more of that. I, I think the two day pay-per-views would be genius uh, i love the idea of having a pre-show to get nothing is beneath us right now because we're we're rebuilding there was a time where uh, we couldn't even resign our own talent now we do that uh there was a time where you couldn't even i um, see the backstage all the segments were really shot 
they're a little bit better. They're getting on that. The production was shit. It's better on that for a little bit. You know, so we're getting slowly there, okay? We don't have the millions and millions and, well, billions of dollars that Tony Khan has. We don't own the Jaguars. Okay. So with that being said, how are we going to get to their level? Well, we're too far ahead. I think there's room for more. We are ECW right now. Okay. We are building our brand, but I think we have the management that won't make the same mistakes, obviously, as ECW. We're a niche. (laughs) Now we can. There's a niche market uh, for impact right now. Or there was, excuse me, and now it's grown to fans that cross over. AEW fans were at Impact tapings when we were there. New Japan fans were there. WWE fans were there. Impact is that people are feeling out. So we have that next layer. Once we get to that next one where we make those permanent fans and whatever, and we start traveling and we go to destinations that have great fan bases for Impact. Hear me out. We're in Nashville. And you guys can say, not you guys, but in general, we say, oh, the crowds are great. They sound great. Whatever. One, it's not mic'd perfectly. I'll say that because the crowds are much louder. They need to get that figured out. But the people going to Nashville are like myself, for the most part, who are people who are traveling from New York, Ohio, Virginia, North Carolina, Seattle, uh, Kentucky. We have friends... Jacksonville. We have friends all over that are uh, that are you know that are traveling to go to Nashville, Tennessee, hours and hours and hours away from their houses to see it. Those are diehard fans. Now let's go to the towns like California, uh, or well, that's a state, but you know what I mean. In California, uh, in (laughs) in Texas, uh, well, Florida, but Philly, New York. There's all these markets that was. (laughs) I think there's. Pittsburgh was a great thing for right. AEW. Like they, so they were I think that's the next it, step so. for us is, is filling those markets in small things. I think we can start selling a 1,000 to whatever seaters. I really think so. Uh, it might not always be full. We'll have to deal with that. We'll have to deal with the complaints of that. But I'd rather us grow slowly and fill than grow big and, and go for it. We need, we're doing this right for the first time since I've been watching it, it's like all of coming full circle. Same with the Knicks max. It's, it's ever the management's there to finally put what's our, we already knows there uh, going right. right. Um, so the, we got our Julius Randall. It's time to sign Kemba <laughs> yeah. and go. Uh, so from there for with the things I want to say is, so what do we do great on impact? I think we brand very well. Uh, I think we always have groups. I want to get back to where when Sammy was giving out the OVE shirts and Rich took it and we didn't know if he was with. We need to, I think we could get back to that. We got VBD growing. We got the influences, influencers or whatever they are, influence. Uh, we might have the inspiration. We have VBD. Uh, what I think I already said. We have Decay, Bullet Club. Bullet we Club. have all these groups. Uh, 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 Myers' little stable he's building. We're. It's like Max was saying earlier. Everyone has something to do because it's very Attitude Era-ish. Every person that is now stepping on Impact stage, you know their music for the most part. You know what they're about, their character. We're getting there with everybody. Now is the time. We're, we're almost there, guys. Just be patient. Keep buying the merch. Keep doing those things. Keep uh, tagging uh, U2 TV and all those places that we think will help grow Impact um, because we're almost there. The product is red hot. I firmly believe that. Now... As far as what do we do as our big move to counter it, I don't think we need one. 
I really think, like Max is saying, the invade. Okay, look. There's only been one big invasion angle. When I say invasion angle, everyone thinks the same thing, I believe. Everyone thinks the crappy WCW thing that Vince did where he, you know, couldn't get out of his own way um, and stepped on his own dick. Wouldn't it be a feather in Tony Khan's cap to say, okay, well, I got CM Punk. I did this. I'm, I'm beating them in ratings. Maybe if that's where we're at this time. We're at this. To say, and I, I think this is his, his love for wrestling, but also a little bit ego. To say, you know what? Let's build up impact as well. Let them do their thing. Not steal their... T- let it build. And eventually, let's do the invasion angle right. Let's have impact invade us. They're they're branded right. Everyone knows they're wrestlers now. Everyone, you know, they're selling out places. We can then do that. So I think that's where we go with this. But the thing that will print in-house money for impact wrestling is simple. It's DK. DK sells the most shit. They look the coolest. They're the most marketable without having to say a word. You throw the bag at Bray Wyatt and you make him the leader of Decay. You go all in on this group thing where everyone has a group, everyone has a, a VB, you know, everyone has a thing and make it all out warfare as I mentioned before, like Gotham, the show Gotham, anyone's familiar with that, where it's everyone kind of has their territories. That's what Impact should do. If you put Bray Wyatt with DK, you're not a fan of Bray, but I agree. What the fuck? Dude, Bray, so Bray is phenomenal. I will say this real quick okay. to cut you off. I don't want to cut you off, but so far, Decay to me has been the people in Decay are probably the best fit for a group since it's funny you mentioned Bray Wyatt. Since Bray Wyatt and oh, yeah. Eric Rowan and whatever the other dude came walking out looking like uh, Luke I, don't, I can't remember what his name is. He was Mr. Brody Lee, Luke Harper. But since they came walking out looking like West Virginia rednecks, where I was like, yo, those three guys fit that look. Like they were yeah, perfect yeah. for that look. Decay is perfect with what they do every single one of them is absolutely perfect and i think bray wyatt leading that group would be phenomenal yeah uh, bray is raven light oh my god bert uh let me we're we're running on top so let me let me just go with that though (laughs) smoking crack possible that's crazy bray's great yeah but everyone to each their own everyone has their own opinion um but yeah no if you can't get bray we don't need that Look, everyone wants that one big signing so we could say, look, AEW, we got we got someone like CM Punk. We're not going to have that moment. Brock Lesnar ain't walking through that door. Daniel Bryanson isn't walking through that door under an impact banner. And if they do, they, they aren't leaving well, yes. But He's meaning, like, who's the big guy? We don't need big people. We're developing on our own. Josh Alexander is going to be our big person. And st- we, we are fine. I firmly believe that. James Mitchell. Well, that's the thing. If you, if you have... James Mitchell with Decay, I think that adds another layer. I, I just impact is so creative that I think that What's no, Papa Shango that's doing? what they need to do is stick with that, stick stick with the creative, stick with branding, and and build up that way. We're we're there, guys. Buddy Matthews coming in would be phenomenal. I don't know if it's going to happen though. All right, uh, so guys, we're gonna we're way behind, so we're gonna hit the commercial uh, to our friend at Apron Bump. Um, 
and then uh kevin sullivan yeah he is he is the devil um we'll go to our game that it is stick around audio listeners too we'll make it fun for you guys as well we'll be right back what's up everybody i am the hardest part of the ring the host of the apron bump podcast Ugh. Another wrestling podcast? How many times can I listen to fans tell me who needs a push, who doesn't need a push, who brings Vince's coffee these days? Enough! The Apron Bump is about the journey. It's about nostalgia. It's about discovering new forms of wrestling to really tickle your pickle as a wrestling fan. The podcast brings you reviews of wrestling events all over the world, whether it's WWF, WWE, WCW, ECW. We even cover the golden eras of Ring of Honor, Progress, TNA, and more promotions in the future as well. New episodes every Wednesday, bump day, huh? Yeah? Go to apronbump.com or go to your favorite podcast platform or YouTube and subscribe today for the most diverse, fan-friendly wrestling podcast in the world. I'm hard. All right, go check out Apron Bump. Uh, we will... By the way, I realized I messed up my um, Wyatt family. Brody Lee was yeah. Luke Harper. I couldn't remember which one oh. was which. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, so go visit them. We'll be doing Unbreakable 05 with them, I believe, doing a review with them, um, which I'm really ecstatic about because obviously Unbreakable 05 is the only five-star match in Impact Wrestling history. Uh, but with that being said, before I kick it to Craig, well, actually, no, Craig, you're playing along because I made the game. Uh, but I, I do want to say the quality of our wrestling and our friend, uh, uh, who put it up? Oh, well, I, I, I retweeted it. Um, but the quality of matches from 2020 to 2021 is insane uh how we've stepped it up in the eyes of other people that rate it and whatever now which i don't always whatever but i think it really has they, everyone's been putting their uh, the matches have been amazing so they've had three match of the year candidates with yeah. josh alexander alone tjp yeah. black Tarus, and jake something anyone All right. match of the year. so Easy. we're gonna play this game here uh we got about 19 minutes so we're gonna hustle but there is the rumor I don't want anyone in the chat, like I said, to answer. Please um, play along. We'll act. We're anything that pops up in the chat, uh, we are gonna treat as if it's uh, is just speculation. So we have for the audio listeners, we have every X division champion to ever hold the belt on our screen right now. Okay, the rumor is that a former X division champion was at this taping. There's re-debuts, re okay? So that eliminates a lot because some are under contract elsewhere. And it also eliminates a lot because some are already with the company. <laughs> some of them work um, the So let me get that up and we can start. So I'll give you cred because obviously you get to interact the least here, my friend. <laughs> Keep you awake. Who are the let's, – let's start with you. Let's eliminate the people uh, that we know it's not. Okay. Takes take someone off the well, list. This isn't really a game, but we're gonna do it this way just so it's not us talking over each other. But yeah, Craig, who eliminate your first. Straight away my eyes are drawn to Chris Sabin. for obvious reasons he's there. And probably not gonna be an extra champion again, unfortunately. Unfortunately, oh, I like him there. All right, Max, who who could we get rid of, bud? Well, we know it ain't AJ Styles <laughs> as much as by the way, I'm letting you guys know, if I'm ever live in person when AJ Styles debuts, 
you will see see me crying like that guy who cried. <laughs> Who's now go- going bound for glory? Like literally, ball like eyes balling. You may see me rush the stage. I may be the guy that gets tackled by D'Lo Brown oh, as yeah. I try and rush the stage to hug AJ Styles. But just all right, it out there. I'm gonna eliminate uh, the obvious <laughs> PD Williams, uh, who's still with the company, which. If we're talking about branding and creating uh, territories and groups within and in, in, uh, backstage, Josh Alexander leading Team Canada, I think it needs to happen. All right, Craig. Yes. Yeah. Let's run through these. Let's knock off the people who That's are right. on the rush. Right. We've got Go, 16 Craig. minutes. We're good. Craig. TJ. Mm. I don't think that. Okay. Obviously, yep. All right. Like TJP was that's a question because he's still with the company, he's still on the page. But do they mean like I, someone who's I don't like, know? So, so we're just gonna we say don't know. Okay. we're just we're, we're so detectives here. We're, we're dating, right. yeah, that's Edwards. a that's an easy one. Like, yeah, all right, Mac, uh, my turn. Uh, obviously, Lashley ain't showing up, so I'll get rid of Lashley. All right, he's about to be squashed by Goldberg tonight. Craig, who's your guy you're eliminating here? Uh, I have to go with Abyss. Obviously, he's the sure. producer, so probably be him. Are you looking it up, or are you? I no, I was googling to see SummerSlam stuff. Um, I will go ahead and Kurt. Oh no, Kurt was not there, so he may be coming back. Uh, let's go eliminate Josh Alexander because he's a champion. Go. And unless he's wrestling himself, Ethan uh, Page style, which would be awesome, by the way. I uh, will eliminate uh, Davari because he's there, but also in WWE and MLW and everywhere else. He is the forbidden door. Craig? Uh, I'm going Jake Crest. I just, just don't see it. It's too much... Too much... Yeah, ballsy. Why don't we keep him around for a little bit? <laughs> I mean, it's a possibility. Yeah, Craig. Rock, we're people that are Rockstar Spud is on there, and you're gonna <laughs> come on, man. Uh, I can't reach. There you go. There you go. He's still. Yeah, we're we're eliminating people that are still with the or company. obviously with other companies. Max, or, yeah, team. or with WWE. By the way, AJ Styles just lost his tag team title, so he may be showing up. So you may want to put him back on the list. But I'm going to go ahead and get rid of Samoa Joe. He just signed. <laughs> and then they're canceling. <laughs> NXT fans, by the way, if you're NXT fans, hey, welcome back. Come, uh, come. We welcome you. No hold, uh, no judgment here. This is a judgment-free zone here at uh, TNA IW. All right, I'm going to get rid of Trevor Lee for the same reason. He is there uh, with uh, NXT. Craig. Uh, all right, I'll go with Robbie E. Obviously, he's over okay. next year as well. Is he? Max? I know that. I think Rockstar Spud's over in the WWE doing God. something. I don't think he's. No, I haven't seen a video of him so we'll crying yet. So he's fat around two. Um, two five live. Holy shit! I remember that. Uh, let's go. Trying to look here. Oh, Billy Mac, obviously. Already with the company. Back to Craig. Oh, I see another person's Craig? already with the company. 
Matt Seidel. AW. But there's a. Fr- Greg, I don't think you understand how this game works. We're trying to eliminate people who are 100% not showing up. Clearly, AEW people can show up because Christian Cage is now on this show. So let's eliminate people who are currently with the company, like Eric Young, who is clearly not re-debuting on Impact after he was just on Impact last night. And I doubt that's what they would lead with. Former one-day X Division champion, Eric Young. <laughs> All right, Ace Austin. Okay, there, there we go. Okay, there we now go. you get Ace it. Austin. All right, I will go ahead and eliminate okay. Eric Young. I already did that for you. <laughs> um, I'm gonna get rid of Kazarian because he returned last week, two weeks ago. Yeah, he returned already. Okay. All right. Are we now getting to the people who is there, there anybody else who is currently working for WWE? Uh, if we want to go through them, uh, DJZ for sure. Okay, cut him. I didn't realize he was working with WWE. Different name, but yeah, he's killing it there. Um, He'll cut soon, so he see. might be back. Uh, Sanjay Dutzbeh. Wow, we're not eliminating many. Still, Oh, Chris Bay. Okay, well, let me get right, Chris so this Bay. Is- okay, now I think what the next thing to do... Oh, shit. Nah, my light just fell. Because um, I just punched the keyboard. Uh, 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 you deleted the K from... No, there's a K there. Angle. It's still there. Back now. I'm watching from the... Uh, what's it called? Okay, so here's what we I think we should do now. All of these people are possible, not 100%. You can knock them off, right? So I think the next thing to do is take off who they wouldn't say is the return of X Division champion. Like, for instance, do you think Austin... There you Kurt go. Angle. They're not going to say the return of Kurt Angle as, you know... So, yeah. All right, next so we're eliminating our possibilities. Okay. Craig. <laughs> I feel like Brian Cage is in a similar thing. I think they were talking about former champion okay. Brian Cage. Um, Austin. See, Austin Aries is one that he could be because he had a big X Division run, so I don't think okay. we can delete him. Um, I, uh, I think I'm going to go with Alex Shelley because I think they say Machine Guns Reform mm. or something like that. Oh. It so I do agree. I don't. I don't think they. I, so I will say I agree with Alex Shelley because I don't think they would say former X Division champion shows up. I think they would just keep that a straight surprise and have him come out to help. It, no, it's not. I don't think they would push him as in it. Formally. This is the dirt sheets. No, I, I. I still don't think the dirt sheets would mention him as former X Division champion Alex Shelley. I think they would talk about the machine guns. If they're trying to hide it, they're like going to say the blank guns redebut or. <laughs> They go, they go, former, yeah, former, yeah, former, I wouldn't eliminate him this early, but I think the big. I'm also not sure if Six Pac or Rob Van Dam would be former X Division champions. I feel like they, they may. I mean, I know they are, but I'm not sure if that's what they would use to describe. Okay, plus RVD's a legend. RVD, anyways. Um. Okay, Sanjay's over at AEW, but doesn't mean anything. Amazing Red. So let's eliminate... Uh, yeah. Doug Williams uh, is over... Is he stuck in England, or can he come? I th- he's supposed uh, to be wrestling somebody, isn't he? Yeah, he wrestled Will Ospreay tonight. Well, last yeah, time. he's wrestling Will Ospreay, so he ain't coming back. And uh, Jake Chris is in Mexico. Okay. 
So now we're doing the out-of-staters. Jerry Lynn isn't... Uh, Jerry Lynn came back as a producer of AEW, I think, as part of that, you know, oh, he used to be here thing. So I don't think they're going to say return of X Division. I mean, they could. But I think okay. it's fair to say Jerry Lynn isn't isn't the one they're talking. Jerry Lynn, probably not. I'm, I'm targeting I'm gonna, somebody. I'm going to say... Um, okay, so say we take X-Pac away. I think that would be a bigger thing anyways. Um, especially with his show yeah. that he has. Sonny Siaki, I think it's fair to say that would be way out of the blue. That's true, and yeah. I think they would. Wasn't he one of the flying he Elvises? Was, bro, I he feel was that like for they two would weeks. say Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's I, how I remember. I'm, I'm gonna throw out Homicide. He's Ring of Ring of Honor tag team champion. I just don't think Ring of Honor involved in this whole thing yet. I, I think he would. He, I think they are involved already, but I think that. It hasn't been uh, to the point where why would he come unless he's forming LAX again or something? Yeah. Plus, plus they would say Ring of Honor right. champion. Right. So that's a good one. Let me try to fix this. Well, sorry guys about the lights. So of Honor's tag team champion is. I mean, there's another incredible. guy with them. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I assume that the Briscoes are always the Ring of Honor tag team champions. Oh. So that All may right, be so my homicide. Bad. We're getting rid of right. Okay. Bennett doesn't hold a belt there, so it's possible. It's possible. Johnny Devine. I don't see making a comeback or it being. I mean, once again, once again, it yeah. could just be someone who debuts in a. It doesn't mean they're a great, you know, like a, a superstar. Uh, yeah. But I think him and Brian yeah. Kendrick are fair to game to cross off, right? I think Kendrick's right. a producer. Right. Well, so is Davari. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, I think Giant Divine, Brian okay. Kendrick. Yeah. So for our audio listeners, right now we're sitting at Austin Aries, Low Key, Jay Lethal, Christopher Daniels, Tigre Uno, Matt Seidel, TJP, Michael Shane, Kenny King, Amazing Red, The Great Sonata, Sanjay Dutt, Kid Cash, and Mike Bennett. I love Kid Cash, but I don't, and I know he came back for that TNA special, but I just don't think. Yeah, I also hey. feel like if Jay Lethal were to show up, they may actually R. bring up former yeah, ROH yeah, World fair. Heavyweight Champion appears okay. in Impact. I feel like that would be if you're sticking right. a title on Jay Lethal or like right. Velvet Skies. Right. We got not six Velvet minutes Sky. to figure um, this out. So Calvin's okay. husband. Didn't Again, I don't think it's Austin Aries. I think. No, no I, think... I don't. I feel like that bridge is burned. I don't, and I feel like they would make a bigger. I, I don't think X Division champion. I feel like it would be former world champion. Low key, as well. I, I think similar low key. S- similar low key. I agree with that. Okay. Um, Tiger Uno. I don't even know what he's. Is he Extreme Tiger? Is he still wrestling in? Yeah, Extreme Tiger. Oh, he cool. follows hey, us. Extreme Tiger. Hey, Tiger Uno. See, well, we need to know what Tiger Uno is doing then. If you guys are um, watching on YouTube, you could go back to the first shot of this, our our new home screen there when we're uh, you guys are waiting for us to to go live. Uh, now offers uh, a trivia question for the week, and it's an, about the X division. So go check that out as well. All right, so we're down to so, so let's so, start what, picking so people. So we we're getting rid of. Are we? He follows us. I think we should keep him until at least the last three or four. This is. Out of respect. Isn't he in Mexico? Well, you never know. Okay. Sure, All right. Yeah. Um, 
So was Diana. That's, that's true. All right, we're going to take out Mike Bennett. I think that's that's fair. I don't know if they would uh, – I think there's a current ROH guy or something of that nature. Yeah. Same with Kenny King. Okay. Yeah. I think that's true. Kenny King. I love um, Kenny King. I think that would be the bigger lead. Um, Sanjay – Is Sanjay not wrestling or is he producer, just now all backstage? So I don't know if he – So I, I feel like – let's remove him because I don't feel like we're he getting gonna, a good – I don't feel like a person. He also got but. the all elite uh, banner thing. He is Sanjay's all elite. So, uh, I, all right. So all now right. we are down for audio listeners uh, and watchers. We'll recap. Uh, Daniels, T Gray Uno, TJP, Amazing Red, Matt Seidel, Michael Shane, or Shane, uh, Matt Bentley, the cousin of Shawn Michaels, uh, Sonata, Kid Cash, and Taiji Ishimori, which I, I'm heading towards Ishimori or Sonata. I am too because of the Bullet Club. But I I also think they make too many references to Christopher Daniels in Suicide. So here's what I was thinking. I was thinking looking at it, I was thinking either Daniels or Ishimori. Matt Seidel, possible, but I, okay. I watch AEW now and he's been wrestling with okay. his brother. Uh, I think so it's Rick Seidel, I think is his name. I could be wrong there. So yeah, I feel like that would be kind of out of the blue. Um, Michael Shane also seems I don't even know what that man's uh, doing anymore. Okay, so we'll take him out. We'll take him out. But here, I feel like a, if I'm real quick, TJP, it, it, he missed. He wasn't at the last tapings for probably the same reason he wasn't this. These ones maybe. So could we take him out? Seeing they probably want to give a he returned to TJP. I mean, he may though. He's a former X Division champion. He's been gone for a while. He could I'm... actually be someone who, if if he returned to tapings. TJP and I Craig, mean, what do you got? I don't know. He's a pretty big star too. So uh, I mean, TJP isn't technically signed, so I guess it could be considered okay. a return. I mean, he's still on there. On so their is James page. Storm. So is Alex Shelley. I mean, I, I, oh, so is what's his name? Uh, what is uh, Raj Singh? Raj Singh? <laughs> he's still on there, bro. If if we throw someone out, I think Amazing really? Red. I just I think. He was gonna if if the TNA thing had gone through, I think we've have seen a bit more. But I okay. I just don't so see let's it take away. Though. I think it's fair, even though I know you want to keep him. Where we got two minutes left, so we got to rush this. Oh, we could stick a little longer. But uh, Tigre Uno, I think we could take out. Either somebody is firing, shooting firework fireworks off at my house, or there's gunfire outside. I'll keep you guys updated. Right. What's going on? Uh, I think out. you think a amazing red we could take off. I think we right. can take Kid Cash. Right. I love me some Kid Cash, man. Watching him F that dude up. All right. So so, so are we keeping that, Kid Cash or not? What's going on? But I think we're cutting him. I, I don't think I don't think. Okay, Kid so Cash now we are down to our final four, guys. If you if you stuck yeah, with us through this this nonsense. Uh we have Daniels, TJP, Sonata, and Taiji Ishimori. Now, could TJP return and still there be a uh, former X Division champion that returns? possible um so i think tjp is is a very big possibility but i just don't see it being i didn't read it obviously but i think daniels is a big one do you (sighs) i feel like daniels or ishimori are probably the really most likely see one of those two ishimori obviously with his bullet club oh i i I firmly believe ishimori is a possibility yeah they're all showing up and daniels because kazarian was there why? I mean, 
it wouldn't surprise me if Daniels and Kazarian drove to that place together last time just because Daniels has nothing better to do. He ain't wrestling on AEW right now. You know, my feelings are Ishimori is due in the States okay. with New Japan. But I don't know if that's now or next month. Mm. I I don't see it being Daniels. If it's Daniels, I feel like that would have been spoiled okay. multiple times. Well, what about... So Daniels what about Sonata? Is Sonata still over there, or has he made his way to the States? Yeah, I, I think he's due over here, uh, due mm. in the States again. Okay. So... <sighs> so is there with the evil, right. is it? So, this is, so these are our top four. It's 9 o'clock. I think we can leave it on this, because we don't want to get too close to the end, but here's our top four. Daniels, TJP, Sonata, and Ishimori. All former X Division champions. TJP, obviously the most recent. Ishimori had that great run, and Sonata, unfortunately, kind of rain was mixed in there with the weird years of uh, of uh, TNA Impact. And then Daniels, of course, would be amazing. I uh, don't know what he's got left in the tank, but just to see him come out and uh, to his music would be uh, would be wonderful. I hope he comes out of the bat. Oh, and Jesus! Music. And he dances to the ring. <laughs> that was the bat. That was my. That was my favorite. Daniels, really, with him and Kazarian, his bad influence. They were just yeah. so. Yeah, good. they were. They were. Um. All right. So there's our four. I'm sure someone knows the true answer. We don't want to know. We want to be surprised. Um. Uh. Of what's going on, I just can't see TJP being told not to come to the Slammiversary tapings because of his beliefs in something, and then that they changed from this set of tapings. So I, I just, in, in no way, is already on these tapings. So it seems redundant to have TJP. But um, I don't know. Let us know. At TNAIW channel. Um, we're going to roll here. You guys got anything you want to end off on, Max, first? Watch it be some, like, rando, like, I don't know. Just some, like, random person who we, first, like, eliminated, like, one John, of our first Johnny cuts. Divine, that's my guess. Yeah, like, just Johnny Divine comes I... out or... He is no? wrestling again, and he did just do uh, uh, Jay Chung's podcast. Hmm, interesting. Maybe he's, maybe former Team or Team Canada is reuniting, maybe. Uh, we'll see. All right, Craig, why don't you uh, get us out of here then and uh, send us off to next week. Or no, excuse me, st- send us off to State of Impact. Yeah. Yes, uh, of course. Uh, drop us a follow here if you don't already. Share this wherever you can when, it, when it's released tomorrow. Do the whole thing. Follow us here, there, and everywhere. I guess we'll see you all next week for some more nonsense. Yes, thank you, guys. Uh, A lot of people in the Twitch group uh, or chat, thank you for that. A lot of people watching the YouTube. uh, 30% of our watchers uh, are non-subscribers. So if you guys are watching this and you're going by and you like it, please hit the subscribe button. Press play, press press like, (laughs) and rewind, I guess. All right, guys. Uh, For Max... Craig and myself. See you guys next time. Later, guys.